Um, so church, it's my privilege to introduce Grace uh, Chappé to you this evening. She's only 17 years old, 16, I keep thinking she's 17, but she's not yet because she's so mature. She's 16 years old, grade 11, and uh, she's been coming to this church for almost 10 years now. And she just serves in multiple capacities. She serves in our kids' ministry. She serves at our youth. And she's just an absolute legend of a leader. And I also had the privilege of baptizing her. And I just want to say it again. I mentioned it that night. But I've told her that is my, if Peyton grows up, <laughs> if Peyton grows up, I would love it if she could be even just close as you are to Christ. Love you so much, Grace. Anyway, so I want to challenge you just to prepare your hearts once again as we um, listen to grace. And I've heard this message before and I know it's gonna stretch your faith. So let's pray. Lord, thank you for grace. Pray that you would use her and I pray that you would transform us in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so yeah, you heard my name is Grace. I think Jacques pretty much covered everything except I'm very afraid right now, which is kind of what I'm gonna be speaking about. So fear, right? Fear is literally everywhere. A video I watched preparing for this talk described fear as being the most destructive of all human diseases. It's a pandemic, and it's taking over our society, and we're just letting it. A survey done in 1998 stated that there were over 8,000 common phobias, and that number just keep on getting bigger. About 40 million adults in the US suffer with anxiety. And that's only adults, that excludes children and teenagers who also struggle. 40 million, that's literally 12 million short of our whole population in South Africa. And those are just the extreme cases of fear. The fact of the matter is that every single person struggles with fear, and I bet you, you guys can all think of at least one fear off the top of your head. Everyone here has fear, everyone in Westville has fear, everyone has fear. And fear limits us, it gets us stuck. It builds walls all over our lives and it's just destructive. It does, this kind of fear has no purpose. It does, has no benefits in our lives. Fear is mentioned over 500 times in the Bible. God constantly brought it up. The phrase fear not is mentioned 365 times in the Bible. One phrase for each day in the year a daily reminder to fear not. And in the great words of Albert Einstein, coincidences are God's way of remaining anonymous. And this is too perfect not to be important. God wants us to fear not. This is something that God has really been pressing into my life recently, especially in the past two or three years. And it started at a reflex retreat that we did a couple like years ago. And Jacques had heard this word um, about me from God, and it was this verse, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of strength and of love and of a sound mind. And this verse has kept popping up in my life ever since that time at retreat where I was in a very fearful state in my life, and it keeps popping up in prayers and devotionals and, and talks and just daily interactions with people, all the way up until a few weeks ago where I was completely having a panic attack about this very talk. And I was crying and really feeling like horrible about this. And it was a Sunday evening as well. And I was completely freaking out. And I was literally considering messaging Debbie and being like, listen, I can't do this. And the next morning on a Monday morning, I always get my verse of the day sent to me on YouVersion. 
And the verse of the day after I was stressing about my life verse was 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of strength and of love and of a sound mind. Coincidences are just God's way of remaining anonymous. And I just felt God telling me that he wants me to preach to myself, but also I truly believe that God has every, like something to say to every single one of you tonight, if you would just listen. So it starts with, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. And I really love that because it just shows that it doesn't come from God. God only gives us good things. And when I was little, I used to be terrified of the dark, right? And you're probably thinking, yeah, like every other kid. But mine was hectic. It used to call, like it was caused by nightmares and like these coming alive. And so every night I had my light, night lights on and an audio book. And that's how I slept. And I remember the one night I had this nightmare and I woke up. And I went to my parents, and I woke up my mom, because she's a really light sleeper. I don't think they even remember this. But I said, like, hey, mom, I had a nightmare. I remember her waking up. She didn't tuck me into bed or anything. I was quite shocked. But she was like, Gracie, like, nightmares are bad. Like, try praying. You'll have good dreams. So I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I went back to my room, and I kind of had an epiphany in that moment. I was kind of in the state where I was like, yeah, like why do I let myself have bad dreams of God and Jesus only gives us good things? Like Jesus was 100% my best friend back then. And I was like, this is crazy. So I remember so clearly praying and I was like, God, I just pray that I have good dreams and that I don't have nightmares. And I went to sleep, no nightmares. And I pray this prayer every single night. It's kind of become a habit, but I haven't had a nightmare since that day. And I'm actually so unafraid of the dark that I sleep with my windows wide open, my curtains wide open, the lights off, obviously, and <laughs> I have a wardrobe really close to my window, and sometimes things will just fly off in the middle of the night. I kid you not, I wake up, and I'm like, God, I pray that I'm okay, amen. And I go back to sleep <laughs> with such ease. And it's because I gained possession over that area in my life. Once I knew that fear didn't come from God, I was able to claim that back in my life. Fear didn't rule over that anymore. The verse goes on to say that God has given us the spirit of strength and love and of a sound mind. So strength. The strength that this verse is talking about isn't physical strength, so sorry, but it's the kind of strength that makes us do anything. The strength that the Bible constantly brought up. It's the strength that makes, like conquers all fears. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength a supernatural strength, a strength that you felt when you were a little kid and you punched someone and they pretended you were like a, like a professional wrestler, that kind of strength. The next part goes on to love. I have to be honest, before I was kind of diving into this verse, I kind of brushed over love because I didn't really understand it. I didn't understand why you needed love for fear. It made no sense. But I was kind of just trying to see the Bible's definition of love and what that was. And like obviously there's that classic like 1 Corinthians 13, 4 to 7 where it's like love is patient, love is kind, love doesn't, you know, probably heard at like a thousand weddings. But <laughs> this love, like it kind of makes sense when you're stuck in a fearful situation, you mustn't like, you must be patient and you must be kind, you mustn't let that fear overrun that. But I was thinking like what if it was more? And for me, the perfect definition of love is Jesus. And I've kind of talked to a few people about this, but 
how comforting to know that when we're in fearful situations that God gave us Jesus to get through those. Jesus was the only thing that got me through the night as a kid. Jesus was my superhero. So God gave us strength and love, Jesus. And the last part of this verse says, and of a sound mind. Other versions say things like self-discipline and self-control, but I really love the illustration around sound mind. Basically, a sound mind is used in like business terms, and it literally means that everything in your brain is working properly. So you use it when you're like signing legal documents to make sure you know what you're doing. It's like a clarity, just knowing exactly what's happening. And what a great replacement for fear. So I don't know if anyone ever has watched a horror movie before. I absolutely hate horror movies. My friends always insist on watching them, so I'm kind of stuck. But during horror movies, I don't know if anyone has ever been stuck in a situation where you're busy tuning the like, actors and you're like, what the heck are you doing? Like, why'd you put that knife down? They're obviously trying to kill you. And <laughs> like, I've never been in a super scary situation, thank the Lord. But I always hoped that I'd act logically, but I honestly don't think I would. Because the fact of the matter is fear paralyzes us. Fear makes us do silly things and think illogically. We become like the characters in those horror movies because we're filled with that fear. We need that clarity, a clear mindset. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of strength and of love and of a sound mind. So I'm gonna finish up now. And I just wanna say that this verse has been such a, a great part of the foundation of my faith. And I genuinely believe it can change every single one of your lives as well. God didn't give us fear, so kick it out. Literally, anything that's not from God has to leave if you're told to go rebuke that fear. We need to conquer them. God's plan for you wasn't to fear. So claim that love and that strength and that sound mind, it's a gift. God literally gave it to you. And later we're gonna be going into a time of worship and I really urge you to give this to the Lord tonight. I really urge you to just give all those fears to God. It says in the Bible, cast your anxieties onto him for he cares for you. Guys, God cares for you. He wants to take those fears out your life. They don't belong there. And I pray for strength in your lives and the love and the sound mind that God promises. And it's not gonna happen straight away. It's always gonna be a process for most of us. And I just wanna say, if you keep praying and applying this life, like verse to your life, it's truly gonna do amazing things. The peace that comes afterwards is amazing. So church, this is me, I'm Grace, and God's word has helped me live a life of peace. Thank you.